with you all. Ladies and gentlemen, the doctor has arrived. Ladies and gentlemen, Coach J, manifestationmaster.com. Absolutely. It's always a pleasure to be here with you. (laughs) A pleasure indeed. So, Doc, today, you know, we we want some of your your wisdom. You know, you at your age, you in the beautiful 40s, tender 40s, you know, like... What is the new 25, if you ask me, you know, <laughs> 40s, the new 20s. So I just want to pick your brain, um, get get our audience here, our friends and our family, some insight into trauma. And I know lately, uh, everyone who's listening, we talk about trauma a lot, but we will create more content in terms of the next level, which is manifesting a new life for yourself because we are creators, all of us. We are manifestors. It's just same word, like synonyms, you know? But we will either create consciously or unconsciously. Dr. Velvet Loves, as well as myself, has been in a place where we create, created unconsciously, and we have to make a shift. And it's not a one and done thing. It's, It's perpetual. Life will always test you. You know, Mm -hmm. until the day you were in that pine box. But we don't want to live our lives in a box forever, unconsciously, and then die and get put in another box. Mm. We got to we're going to break that box. We're going to break that shell, if you will, and live and and live well. But trauma is near and dear to our hearts because we have to address that. And sometimes you don't even to get to dig into that wound takes time sometimes, you know, to figure out what is the trigger. Yes. Doc, you ever been triggered and you don't even know like what is this from? Why am I triggered? Oh my gosh. All the often. You know, for me, like somebody step on my shoe, coach, and they don't and they don't take the time to give me a true apology. I mean, I will almost go into a rage. Mm. Cause where I come from, that's so disrespectful to step on somebody's shoe. Mm. Mm. You know, the triggers. Or if you walk into somebody's house and you have a hat on and they freak out and you'll be like, dang, my bad. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't think it was a courtroom now. You know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but Even the little things, like when you're in the grocery store and you're with someone and then you look up and they're gone to a different aisle. You're like, why am I so mad? Why do? Why am I feeling like this? Trauma. Correct. abandonment issues you know yes my ex would get on me about that all the time we would get out of the car and i would take off and shoot for the door mm. and really i was just trying to get her to hurry up but i'm triggering her in the midst of me trying to hurry her up mm. why do you always do that you never mm. wait for me mm. you slow girl come on <laughs> yes trauma man well, today, what we're going to pick your brain about, ladies and gentlemen, feel free to leave comments on what you guys would like to talk, like us to converse about in the future, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe even get fe- featured in a future episode. We would love that. We've done that once before, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a quote, a quote from Dr. Gabor Matei, big time. Uh, uh, I think Dr. Gabor is a psychologist. Uh, he was a doctor like that. He has a lot of titles under his name renowned addiction expert uh man amazing and he's so deep because even when you look at his story the reason that he loved being a doctor is because it gave him a sense of belonging right you're a doctor oh they're gonna need me when you're born i'm a doctor you're gonna need me when you're gonna die (laughs) you know that white coat gave him a huge sense of belonging 
which was kind of him um, adopting, adapting to his childhood traumas. Mm. So I'm going to read the quote and then it's four sentences long and then we'll just break it down here. Here you break it down uh, sentence by sentence, doc. Okay. So I'm going to read the whole thing here first. Trauma is the invincible force that shapes our lives. It shapes the way we live, the way we love and the way we make sense of the world. It is at the root of our deepest wounds. Unaddressed, trauma keeps perpetuating painful patterns in our lives. Dr. Gabor Mate. Wow. Yeah. So let's jump right in, Doc, because uh, we already have five minutes here. Time goes by so fast. Trauma mm. is the invincible force that shapes our lives. What do you think about that, Doc? Mm. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's so true you know we cannot separate ourselves from trauma even when we pretend to get over it ignore it move away we cannot separate who we are from the trauma we've experienced and many of us have experienced it maybe even all of us right I mean right Sometimes I think about it and I'm like, okay, let's say you grew up and you had the perfect family ever. This is a fairy tale. You had the perfect family. Not, not the perfect world, just the perfect family. Your house was perfect. Uh -huh. When they send you into the world, you coming from a perfect family is going to be traumatizing. <laughs> once, you, once you step off your front porch and you go integrate with the world, the fact that you lived in a perfect Pollyanna world... And, and and now that you were in the re like the world of this earth, this planet, that that'd be traumatizing, right, Coach? Mm -hmm. I've seen it over and over again in the military. We can always tell the ones that would make it through boot camp, make it through, you know, the first couple of years successfully, based on the level of trauma. It was it's literally a shock to the system when you come from the best environment possible, and that's so unfortunate. Right. And I think that gives facts to the way of this world is just about growth and evolution. Yes. Right. And I think daylight followed by nightlight is the perfect example of that. So, mm -hmm. so the next sentence says it shapes the way we live, the way we love and the way we make sense of the world. How is that so? Ooh. It shapes the way we live. It shapes the way we love. It shapes the way we interact with the world. Oh, that is so true. Because what happens is we tend to repeat what is familiar. We tend to gravitate towards what is familiar. And if we're used to havoc on a daily basis, even if we meet the most peaceful, beautiful person in the world, we're going to generate and create havoc because that's what we know. And so it's easy to replicate and duplicate without the right amount of healing. Wow. You know, and it makes me think of your story, Doc. You know, even, you know, you have to become a student of success if you want to be successful, right? Anything you mm -hmm. want to do, find someone who who's doing it or someone who knows someone that's doing it and get in contact. I remember you telling me the story of how you couldn't wait to 
separate from your mom. You know, I mean, it was just a fire under your tail just to separate from her and then go attract spouses that were identical to her. Absolutely. And, and, and thank you for bringing that up because what will happen is because I am repeating what is familiar in a partner, I am affirming in my mind that it must be my fault. I'm confirming with myself that I must deserve this because it continues to happen. And that's what we do a lot of the time. Wow. You know, if I could throw my little two cents, not two mm -hmm. cents because it's valuable, but the way we love, I, to this day, it's something, that's why I, I enjoy being single now because when I do find, um, you know, someone that I would like to get to know, I don't want those old things to be, I want to have a sense of uh, understanding around them to move better because I would sincerely like a girl and I would court that girl. You hear me? Like I would court her. I, I'm, I'm going to get her if I want her. And she shows just the slightest bit of interest. I'm going to get her. But then my desires will come true and she's attracted to me. She's liking me. She's opening the, opening the door for to things to go deeper. And then it gets to a point where I get scared. Coach, mm -hmm. like, oh God, this is what I wanted. Right. I mean, it's like, it's like you hit the lot, you hit the jackpot, right? You get $10 million and now you're like, what the hell am I going to do with all this money? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you, know? you, you get the love and it's like, oh shoot, what do I do with all this love? And it's because I perceived the way I made sense of the world based on my childhood. I had a, 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 a detached slash avoidant um, attachment style. Mm, you getting into some stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. Because with my mother, you know, once when, when she would love bomb me and we would get close, it wasn't long before it was followed by the, 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 the discard. Mm. Mm. So the way I made sense of it was, well, shit, don't get attached to begin with. Yes. But I can't deny my sense of being human. I like human. We're, we're mammals huh? outside of our minds, which are programmed usually by our parents. That's why we have to reprogram reprogram. We're, we're animals. Mm -hmm. right? There's a quote. I don't know. I'm not going to quote it, but it says everything that's in a man, you could find in a pig or a horse. What makes man different is his mind, not his brain, right? A pig has a brain, a, a mouse has a brain, but they don't have a mind. Mm. A mouse is a mouse. A mouse can't wake up tomorrow and say, I'm going to be a tiger like a human can. Mm. You could be broke today and say, I'm going to be rich tomorrow. So yes, yes, I, I totally get that one. That's, 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 that's deep, you know? Mm -hmm. um, it is it it is at the root of our deepest wounds. It is. And it's so sad, Coach, that I see it. And I see why the darkness say, get them while they're young, teach them young, right? Floyd Mayweather, boxing when he was young, Michael Jordan, shooting hoops when he was young, et cetera, et cetera. Fill in the blank that makes most sense for you. Um, Because if you can get these wounds deeply embedded into a child before they even have conscious awareness, I mean, it's like looking for something and you don't know what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. Like, well, how crazy is that? What are you looking for? I don't know, but I'm looking. 
<laughs> All righty then. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like a dog chasing cars. If you caught one, you wouldn't even know what to do with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. So yeah, getting to those wounds. And um, in closing here, or the last sentence, unaddressed trauma keeps perpetuating painful patterns in our lives. Mm. We pretty much hit on that throughout the last couple, throughout throughout the show. (laughs) Unaddressed trauma, you know, uh, you see unaddressed trauma all the time. We, we, We typically call them caring episodes, or we call them... This person spazzed out. Check it out. This person went ham on a mailbox. You know, we've all seen the videos where people just let loose on a person or an object for no reason. Something so small happened and it's unhealed trauma that causes those type of behaviors. And oftentimes the world says get over it pull yourself Mm -hmm. up by the bootstraps go exercise you know and it's just it's not enough we really need to on purpose and by design get the proper help out here and we need to applaud ourselves when we do it the smallest of things, like even knowing and realizing that we're triggered, uh, the smallest of things like apologizing, the smallest of things like bigging yourself up because you decided to show compassion instead of anger. You know, those things have to be celebrated. We have to seek out help. Unaddressed trauma is killing us. No, it really is. It really is. And, um, you know, just to close it out, same, same, this past summer, and mind you, ladies and gents, I don't, um, my life, outside of talking to Dr. Velvet Loves and my good friend Cameron Harwick, who's, a, who's he's a really good guy. He's not with the, with the shenanigans. Mm-hmm. I was hanging out with some old buddies this past summer, and um, we were having a good time. And bro, bro and them, they like... Let me make it quick. They like antidepressants, um, Xanax. Okay. Um, they're not getting it pharmaceutical, so they get street grade. And I think that they had some Xanax that was cut with fentanyl because they were not acting like they were on Xanax once the drugs start to kicking in. Mm-hmm. So we end up, they end up getting into the two brothers, my buddies, end up getting into a big argument while we're while we're in the car. Make a long story short, the car ends up getting pulled over. So these two can, instead of fighting in the car, they can go ahead and handle their business like men outside the car. As they're fighting and acting a fool, another car pulls up and starts recording. I can see because the flash came on and a red light came on the back of his camera. I approached the car. I didn't get on top of the car, but I was, I would say about seven to 12 feet away from the car door. Right. I'm like, bro, man, my boy's having a bad family moment. You mind just giving us some space and not recording this? You know what I mean? Everybody want to pull out cameras. He pulled out a Glock 17 on me. Oh my gosh. Now he left it pointed at the ground. He didn't he didn't point it at me. He left it pointed at the ground, but he upped it to let me know he's strapped. Now I wasn't aggressive with him. I wasn't mean. I just said, I, if anything, I was very like, bro, this is this is insanity, man. Can you please not do that? And what do the young Chicago boy do? Pull out a Glock. Now <laughs> I ain't trying to talk too much, but I was strapped too. Now my strap wasn't on me. It was in the car in my backpack. But <laughs> the old traumatized me. 
would have just played it smooth, went to the car, and when they drove off, probably would have, would have, would have you know what I'm saying, uh, aimed at the car and, you know, some noise would have been going off, mm-hmm. right? But see how everybody just, the trauma, coach. Mm-hmm. Even if he was, even if he was to say, hell no, I'm recording this. You got to pull out a gun on me, bro. The trauma. I just saw, right, it, it was unnecessary. And I'm sorry that you went through that. And Hanging they, out with the wrong people. That's a whole nother topic. Coach. Oh, God. The, that's the topic we own. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a whole nother topic. It's what happens when you don't heal it. You you, you, you gravitate towards it. All right. And bro, them doing Xanax. Think about that. Like, bro, mm-hmm. y'all, you're 30 years old. You're 28 years old. Why y'all, why y'all taking Xanax? What's wrong? What you mm-hmm. running from? Mm-hmm. Y'all medicating. There is a father shot dead riding a motorcycle something is happening there's some arguing going on on the highway between him and a truck they pull up side by side the person from the truck just shoots him dead in the head no not hardly any words exchange trauma you know and you know and, and, mm-hmm. go ahead just like Dr. Gaborman says, when you make sense, when you when you make sense of the world by saying this is a this is a cold world, what do you do to adjust? You become cold, coach, right? Mm-hmm. Because he probably watching news, he's seeing how many people get shot, coach. That's why I'd be scared to have a confrontation because I I, I, I don't I might have to go there before you go there because I don't know who's gonna go there first, and I don't want to go there. For, I want to go there first if it's gonna go there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's why I be in the suburbs. You be like, man, yeah, you going back to the suburbs? You darn right, bro. You darn right. Okay. Unresolved trauma has a bad habit of coming back to bite you in the ass when you least expect it. You know, functioning doesn't necessarily mean we're emotionally healthy, and there's no shame on working on your emotional health. Nope. It's a big deal, emotional, mental, all of that. So, Coach, we love having you. We want to, you know, keep them nice and short and sweet. We over our projected time, but that's not a problem. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Man. if you want to connect with us, just check out the links below, all right? Whether Dr. Love, myself, all the info you need is below. I'm going to assume, which is not a good thing to do, but I'm going to assume you know how to kind of work a computer and move around with the mouse. We are not how to reach book a session with us we're, we're doing we're having free client conversations right now all right where we can just get on the phone see where you want to go see what you want to avoid and how do we get to the next level in life and uh plenty of resources guys just reach out yes uh we could talk about this all day i have so much more i want to say to this wonderful quote by one of my favorite doctors because um, Dr. Gabor Mate, I just love him. But yes, reach out because we're going to have to put a cap on this. Uh, but trauma, you know, we don't we talk about it because we love it. And how how can you love trauma? It's not that we love the act of trauma or that we're addicted to trauma. It's that we love discussing it because we love healing we love learning. We love being better tomorrow than we were today. We love it. We literally love it. We love when we get triggered. We love when when we get to talk to you guys and give value. And so just let's do this. Um, and 
reach out to us, leave us feedback, leave us comments. It's only going to get better. And we wish you the best. You know, we love you and continue to be great. Continue to be better than you were yesterday. Absolutely. We got the juice, y'all. If you want to come get it. Other than that, I get it. It's tough. We're going against the grain here. <laughs> Much love. Much love. Mm -hmm. Till next time. <laughs>